Hi friends, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And we just want to welcome you guys to our podcast. We also want to invite you to go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. We have lots of information there, ways you can connect with us, ways you can partner with us, but also you can find my book there, Making Beauty with the Ashes, How God Saved My Marriage. And in this book, we really go into me and Brian's marriage testimony. So if you're just kind of hopping into this podcast midway, that would be a great resource to check out. It tells more of our testimony, but also kind of gives you a roadmap of how you can make it through very hard and difficult situations in your own relationships and marriages. So hopping into today's episode, I really wanted to talk about when a good God allows pain and suffering. Now that is a really hard thing. Like if you think about that statement, God allowing pain and suffering, what does that mean? Like Brian, when I say that, when a good God allows pain and suffering, what do you, what do you think? Like, what's the first thing that pops in your head? Um, could be like eating your mother-in-law's cooking. Oh my gosh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> If she's listening, I'm kidding. I like to, I like to jab at her, but no, that's that wouldn't be it. Um, I mean, for some people, it might be, but gosh, it could be like an array of things. It could be like you could be going through a, a struggle in your marriage, a lot of health issues. I mean, there's you know we see it a lot. Um, you know, just people going through. Um, life-changing health issues, you know, whether it's cancer or what, um, could be financial, you know, it just, there's a lot of different things, you know, it's just life, life in general. I mean, there's just so many things in life that can cause pain and suffering for individuals. And I think, you know, it just depends. One thing that could cause pain and suffering for some people, you know, might be financial for some that might not affect others at all. You know, or it could be a diagnosis from, you know, a doctor and somebody else that don't affect it all. You know, yeah. so it just really depends on, you know, your situation and who you are. But, you know, it could be different for anybody. But there's so many, so many examples of that in life itself. Yeah. Well, I know when I think about that statement, when a good God allows pain and suffering, I think a lot about because we know that God clearly has the power to take away all of our problems and pain here on earth, right? Do yep. you believe that? Yeah. Yeah. I fully believe that he can do that. But what do we do when he doesn't? Casting Crowns has a song about that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I think that is a big universal question that a lot of people have is why? Why? Does he not take away all the pain, all the suffering, all the problems on the earth when it is within his power to do? And to be honest, I don't fully know the the answer to that question, but just pulling from my own experience, that's where I'll start. And, you know, just kind of walking through what you and I have been through in our own marriage. So say that you know, we get back together, we have all of this marriage, all of these marriage issues, 
And here I am, you know, walking out of all of this, left with a tremendous amounts of trauma, PTSD, whatever, just lots of issues, <laughs> issues from this. And, you know, I remember praying and praying and praying, asking God, just take this from me, just take it from me. And I, I think I would have clearly been okay if he had just taken every ounce of it, but he didn't. And I remember asking him so many times, why, why won't you just take this from me? And sometimes it would even feel mean because going through the process of healing would feel so much more, more painful sometimes than what was actually done. So in our own life, this is where, this is what, this is my takeaway basically is that, yes, I fully, fully believe that God could have just in the moment when I cried out to him to take all of the pain and betrayal away that he would have done that thing in that moment. But would I have learned or gained anything from that? Or would I even be able to help someone else? Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. It would be so nice for God just to intervene at certain points and our struggles and what we're going through and it just be over. And we're like, that was wonderful. God is good. He's miraculous. And he got me out of that. But God knows he has the ultimate plan. And sometimes in our suffering, he's training us up to train others. Yeah. And like you just said, I know there's been a ton of women come to you. I've seen them. I've seen them in our church. I've seen them outside of church. I've seen them reach out to you over text, emails. And they're, you're able to help them because you've been trained up. You've went through the fire. You came out on the other side. And you're able to help those because of that. I mean, you're literally, he's using you as a tool. Yeah. You know that scripture that says he'll take what the enemy meant for evil? We and just sung that song it, at church today. Yeah. Or last night, I And think. he'll use it for your good. Yeah. Meaning... All of the pain that we walk through in our marriage was not him. That was the enemy. So when it says he'll take what the enemy meant for evil, which was he was meaning to destroy our marriage, he's right. meaning to destroy us. So he's taking that and he's going to use that for our good. So in him not taking the pain, but this is the thing, you guys, he is taking my pain away in partnership with me. And he's showing me step by step by step how to walk out of betrayal and how to heal and mend a broken heart. Well, so I have a, you know, an, a woman come up to me. She's just walked through massive amounts of betrayal and her heart's in shambles. Well, she comes up to me and she's like, I don't know what to do. How do I get out of this? Well, I have no answers because God just healed me in the moment. <laughs> I'm like, well, sis, you just need to pray. She's like, I've prayed 5,000 times and I still don't have any relief. So this is the thing. I think, yes, God absolutely can heal you in the moment. He can. And because he doesn't, doesn't mean he's being mean to you right. or he's punishing you. Right. He's just like, I'm going to capitalize on what the enemy tried to use against you to destroy you. Right. And I'm going to make you a more powerful person on the other side of this, where you can actually take what you walk through, the hell you walk through, and then you can take other people that are on fire 
and put their fires out. Right. Because of what you walk through. I mean, experience. Think about this. When somebody has experience with something, you tend to listen a little bit more to them versus someone who doesn't. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, you know, it's daily. You just, I mean, it's obvious, you know, it's like with me, if I have, um, I have a certain friend who is in his sixties has built multiple houses. And even though I've built houses since I was 20 for like 25 years, if I ever have a question, I call him, I reach out to him because I know he has knowledge that I don't have. And just with the farm, there's a guy that's in his late seventies and you know, it's like, I tell everybody if I ever if issue, I reach out to him because he's he's knowledgeable. He's he's learned. He's been through it. And the thing of it is, something for me with the cattle that looks maybe intimidating or like if they're sick or something, I'm like, oh no, what do I do? What do I do? When I call him, he's like, you do this and you do this and you do that, and it would be okay. Right. It'd clear up, you know. So God's got all the answers for us. You know, if, if we want to listen and sometimes it's not, you know, it's that once we get the answers and it's the process of going through, because like with cattle, I don't like trying to run them into a certain field. I don't like trying to run them into the barn lot. I don't like getting them in a squeeze shooting and them acting crazy and me having to have needles and be, you know, worried about trying to get it done. But that's part of the process to get to the healing. Right. And that's the ugly part. And sometimes we don't like that. And sometimes we don't understand. Just right. like I have a customer right now that had a grandson that had, he was young, like I think he was like maybe eight. He had an aneurysm, brain aneurysm. And they said the hardest part through all of it was getting him to understand. You know, he didn't understand why he was in the hospital. He didn't understand why he was in surgery. He didn't understand why they was having to put, you know, needles in his arms and IVs. But, you know, they said that was to get him healed and, you know, after the surgery. So he didn't understand all that. But it was all being done as a process to getting healed and getting back to where he was before. Yeah. I like how you're even talking about, because you actually know two different ends of the spectrum. You know, someone who kind of built his farm and cultivated it and he has all this knowledge. And then you also, on the other hand, you know, someone who was just given his farm. (laughs) And so you have these two separate people, you know, one built his farm from the ground up. And then the other one was given his farm and every, all the equipment he needs, everything was just provided for him. Right. But the experience and the knowledge in farming, which one would you go to? The one who's built his farm up. Yeah. And the other one's a very respectable person that was given everything. And he just kind of, but he will even tell you this because it's kind of funny because this other farmer has actually went to his farm and looked at his herd as he has, as mine. And he even made a comment. So what am I doing different that Brian's doing? Because you're saying my herd isn't as good, but the only difference is, is and nothing against him. He's a great guy, but he was given everything mm-hmm. and he was left with that. And he just jumped into it. And I was like, I wasn't given anything. I wasn't, didn't inherit anything. I had to sow the fields. I had to build the fence. I had to start with one cow and one bull and um, buy the equipment. And it's been a grueling task. And every cow that's gotten sick and everything, it's, it's, I've learned. I've learned 
on my own as I went along. I've learned by talking to other people who's been through it. So, and now he's learned because he's like, okay, I'm going to do this this year coming up with my herd because yours, he told me yours is the reason yours looks so good. So he's learning as well. Right. And he's a respectable person who wants to learn. So, you know, that's, that's one of the, the pluses of that is um, surrounding your people, surrounding yourself with people of knowledge and a strong faith that's been through it. And that's what it's all about. I mean, we heard that this morning in a sermon about surrounding your people, yourself with others, other believers to, you know, help you get through the issues you're going through. You know, God's a big God, but he wants us to use the tools that he has for us. And one of those tools is other believers being surrounded by them and having them help us. Right. And I also just want to say, you know, remind people the reason that bad things happen is not because of God. It's not because he causes them or any of those things. It's because we live in a fallen world. That's just the nature of the beast. That's what it is. When Adam fell, the whole earth fell with him. And then Jesus died on the cross to redeem the earth back to right relationship with God. So now we're in right relationship with God, but that doesn't eliminate the fact that there are still bad things that happen in the world that is uncaused by God. Right. So, but I think the reason, as, as far as I understand, the reason that God, now, now I have seen situations where God has stepped in and miraculously stopped things. For instance, when I was going to overdose, he miraculously stopped that. He didn't walk me through a 10, you know, or a 25 day process of not doing that. He actually stepped in and stopped that. Just like, you know, Brian with his gun, he stepped in and stopped that. So he, it, he does do those things also. But a lot more times than not, because Brian, honestly, when you had the gun to your chin, it's not like, you know, God was like, okay, Brian, we need to go through a three week pro process of you learning not to do that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think there was, I mean, I didn't think there was any other option that day. I thought there was just, I thought there was only one option, which I thought the gun was going to go off, but that obviously wasn't the case. Yeah. But, you know, God saved me. You know, you have to look at it so much in a deeper manner because with you god not only saved you but how many others did he save because of that yeah i know or he didn't save me but how many others did he save because of that yeah you know he wasn't looking at just you he was looking at all the people that you would reach yeah and you would affect mm -hmm. just like our pastor you know he wasn't just looking at him when he when, when he broke that generational curse of alcoholism off of him but he was looking at all the others that we had reached by being outspoken about it and against it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's just, you know, even, even with our pastor, with, with the background and what, what he said of his past, it could have went so much different in a different manner, but God saved him in order to save others, just mm -hmm. like he saved you and me in order to save others. You know, it, he wasn't just looking at us as an individual. He was looking at a body, you know, the ones that would come after us that would be able to help through that. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, when we see our struggles and we see our pain and we see the things that's going on around us, a lot of times we can be tempted to think, well, God's not doing anything. And the reason we say that is because we don't see him doing anything. But just because you don't 
see what God is doing does not mean he's not doing anything. It just means that you don't see it. And for me, even in our journey of reconciliation, God was doing things in you behind the scenes that I had no idea. You were actually, God was messing you up through dreams and um, there's some other things. He was just really messing you up emotionally on the journey that you were going down this destructive path. But the whole reason was to get you to turn around. But in that season, it was making you emotionally unstable, like more than you already were. You would come over to see me, the kids, and you were just so mean. And you were just like, you could tell, like, I didn't even want you to be there, (laughs) be there. But it was like, what I didn't know is on the outside, you looked worse. You would come over meaner. You would come over less. And so it was like all of my prayers and everything was going by what I saw would indicate that my prayers were going nowhere and that God was not doing anything and that he was allowing all of this pain that I was going through. He's allowing the pain that my children were going through because I didn't see that he was messing you up on the inside behind the scenes. Right. But what was coming out of you was a lot of anger and aggression because you were you were unsettled. It's like you had these two things inside you that were battling for position. And it was messing you up because it was like the good and the bad were battling for position inside of you. And the further that you would go into darkness, the more that God would fight for you. And it was just messing you up. And it was almost like you didn't even know how to how to respond around me and the kids because it was like your heart was pulled to us, but yet you were living this other life. And it was like, you wanted to be in, but your foot was out the door right? <laughs> and it was caught in a trap, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So what I want to say is like using that for an example is that I didn't think God was doing anything because I didn't see him doing anything. And I thought that he was allowing all of this stuff to happen. But the thing is, is he never allowed any of that. He never allowed, you know, Brian to walk out on our marriage multiple times. He never allowed that stuff to happen. Like here, Brian, here's your, here's your pass card. Go ahead and do that Mm -hmm. stuff. It was the sin that came into the world. It was the temptation of the enemy that baited you and trapped you and then ultimately pulled you out. And, but the thing is, is that God is so good, even in bad situations. I think a lot of times we look at bad situations and think that takes away from how good God is. Yeah. But what it does is it actually makes him look better because when he comes into that situation and he starts to turn things and he starts to redeem things. Mm -hmm. And then he makes the bad situation become your platform. Like kind of what we're doing right now. We're on a podcast talking about our marriage mess ups and mistakes to all of you guys. We're being transparent. We're being open. And this is actually what the enemy hates. (laughs) I think if he had known that this is what was going to come out of it, us doing a podcast and a book coming out of it and us being on TV shows and writing articles 
that he may not have messed with us. He probably would have been like, hey, they were better off if I just left them alone because they wasn't, because we were very mediocre Christians. Right. We really was just kind of, you know, in and out church going. We wasn't serious. Just whenever we had to. Just whenever we had to. But once he messed with us and then God came in and started redeeming us. Don't mess with my kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, when God came in and started redeeming us and restoring us and then taking what the enemy used for our evil and then you turning around and using it for our good, it's like all of a sudden the enemy's like, oh, shoot. Kind it's of, too late. It's too late. You know, like if he had known, if the enemy had known that killing Jesus, that he was going to turn around and be the savior of the world. He would have never, I mean, he messed up that day. He thought he was winning. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? So it's yeah. like when the enemy comes in and he attacks you, he attacks your kids, he attacks your marriage, he thinks he's winning. Right. And as long as you don't stay in that, he is. But you can flip the script on him. Like we're actually using our marriage mistakes and mess as a message which is a tool against him, which is a sling in the stone or a a stone in the sling. sling. Yeah, there you go. But that's what happens. That's what happens when you in partnership with God, because he doesn't want anything bad to happen to us. He really doesn't. We're his children. Right. Does any good parent want to see their kids hurt? No. Does any good parent want to see their kids struggle financially? or with their health or relationships or marriage. No, they don't. And God doesn't want that either. But we have a very real enemy that is on this earth with us. He's the one who causes all of those things. But God can redeem. And what we've gotten out of all of this so far, and I have a feeling that there's much more to come, But what we've gotten out of this at this point is a platform to share what God has done in our lives that we wouldn't have had any other way. (laughs) I mean, we wouldn't have a testimony had we not gone through a test. Right. That's what a testimony is. You know, we were just talking about that today. (laughs) So I just really hope that you guys have enjoyed this. I hope that it's helped you in some way. Um, because, and like I, I just wanted to say in closing is that God does not allow pain and suffering. That is the enemy. So don't get that twisted in your brain to think, Oh, God did this. I'm walking through this marriage issue because God allowed it. No, it was sometimes it's us, you guys. Sometimes, to be completely honest, we open a door to the enemy to walk in. And then we want to blame God. We want to blame him. Like, why didn't you close the door? And he's saying, I have given you everything you need inside yourself to keep the doors closed. Like, if you live in your house, everybody lives in a house, and we are responsible to shut the door of our home. We know how to do it. We've been taught how to close doors. Even as kids, you know, your parents would say, go close the door. Keep the door shut. <laughs> Quit opening the door. Shut the door. 
you're taught at a very young age to shut the door. Now, if you you know become an adult and you leave the doors to your house wide open, which is opposite of what you've been taught, it's kind of you you you. And then an intruder comes in your home because you left the door wide open. Well, there you go. There's the reason. So sometimes it is through our own ignorance or us just not taking things serious that we leave doors open in our lives for the enemy to come in. But the thing is, is once the enemy comes in and you see it, he can be removed and then you can close the door. So there is, there is those, there is also that, you know, sometimes the enemy just assaults you. Sometimes we leave things open, but it's never God doing this to you to teach you a lesson. He's, he's not, he's not like, okay, okay, Brian, I'm going to teach you a lesson. So I'm going to be, you're going to walk this really, really hard thing just so I can teach you this really amazing lesson. No, but he will take everything that you've walked through, every bad thing, every hurtful thing, whatever it is you've walked through and use it to benefit you in some way, but not just you, people that follow you. Right. And that's what God is all about. That's what life's all about is taking what you've learned. And I think we've said this so many times. God never wastes a thing and he'll use everything for our benefit. And so we just hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Please like, share, rate, review. Check out our website, makingbeanies with the ashes.com. Until next time, we we bless you. you.